0: Welcome back to Big Lezzers League. What a game of footy that we saw last night for the grand final. It was probably one of the better grand finals, especially in my lifetime. Now, I'm an 05 baby, and watching a lot of football between 05 and 2023, I think that's the best game in my lifetime, at least, that I've ever seen. I think that just tops the 2016 grand final. Uh, the, the Obviously, the Uh, Broncos and Cowboys I think it tops 2014 For me as well I think it tops that Uh, South Sydney going up Against the Bulldogs I think that was a pretty Hectic grand final For South Sydney as well Yes it was a big scoreline But it was tough as nails Uh, And obviously Sam Burgess playing With the broken cheekbone It's a big moment um, you know, there's some big grand finals that I've had in my lifetime, but I think that one was probably one of the better ones I've seen. It was so back and forth, the momentum was constantly changing. Um, fuck, we'll talk about the start of the game first. The first, the first half was very Penrith forward pack oriented. A lot of the momentum that Penrith did get was off the forward pack and obviously Fisher Harris, uh, Moses Leota, Isaiah Yo was fucking killing it there through the middle. Uh, It was a really tough performance through the middle. I thought that the Brisbane forwards were really good as well. Paddy Carrigan in that first half was fucking terrorizing um, that middle. I thought Payne Haas, the few runs that he had, he didn't take too many runs, but he was making two, three, four tackles a set. Uh, so his defense was massive going into that first half, uh, but the few runs that Payne Haas did have, you know, we've talked about how good Payne Haas is already a few times on this podcast, but those runs were fucking insane, uh, some of the runs that he was taking, but Paddy Carrigan as well, nearly breaking the line every single run, uh, putting some huge hits on, there was a massive one, um, a massive collision I guess, where Fisher Harris was getting him back as well. Uh, For some of the hits that he had put on uh, just previously, Fisher-Harris just absolutely steamrolled him. Paddy Carrigan went flying. And then Paddy Carrigan came back and absolutely smashed Fisher-Harris as well. It was just back and forth momentum uh, in that first half. The forward packs were just going at it. It wasn't really half-oriented until obviously Adam Reynolds, he kicked that 40-20. Big moment. Uh, It wasn't even Adam Reynolds. It was Billy Walters at a dummy half that kicked that 40-20. It was just insane absolutely insane momentum swinging game kicks that 40-20 Brisbane go on a really hot streak pretty much right up until the last 20 minutes of the game in that second half where Cleary just puts the whole team on his back and was just like let's go Um, and he obviously set up that try for Moses Leota and then obviously went in himself off that step beat about four defenders which was fucking insane no one expected it to happen Jordan Rickey missed his assignment a little bit there stepped on the inside couldn't do much Reese Walt uh, I feel like a lot of the tries that Penrith had scored, and a lot of um, the times where Penrith did get their momentum, it was actually because that Reese Walsh was out of position. He was defending in the front line a lot, particularly when they were on their own line. He wasn't back in the goal line, he was on their own line defending with the front line. Uh, and, it, and he got caught off guard a few times. And even when they weren't on their own line, when they're on their 20 30, He was defending in the front line, and Cleary exposed that a few times, uh, and that's how they got a little bit of their momentum, especially in that last twenty minutes, because um, Reese Walsh was caught out of position, and Cleary just you know took the team on his back, and uh, you know exploited that, and I think Reese Walsh as well, he got he got shut down really well on that night. He wasn't really um, you know he had some great moments. I mean that short ball. That he threw to Ezra Man for Ezra Mam to break the line. I mean, he did it a few times. Uh, Reese Walsh he was had some big moments in that game. You can't really say that you know Reese Walsh went missing in that game because he wasn't. He had some big moments. Uh, he was doing more so the little things. He wasn't going for those low percentage plays. He wasn't throwing cutout passes here, left, right, and center. I think he recognized as well that if he started throwing those cutout passes, uh, Stephen Crichton would intercept that straight away. I think that he sort of recognized that they did a bit of film going into the game. I would have thought that he would have been told not to throw some cutout passes. There wasn't one cutout pass to be honest from Reese Walsh during that game. I think they recognize that Stephen Crichton is known for you know intercepting those cutout passes as well. and uh, I think he just kept it to short balls and he threw some great balls. He really did. He was, it was great with the footy in his hands. His ball playing was great in at attack. He did go a little bit missing uh, in some sets, especially in the big moments as well. Ezra Mam, uh, that, <laughs> between the 40th and the 50th minute, he was just, it was all Ezra Mam. It was just all Ezra Mam. He was getting beautiful balls, ton of individual efforts as well. So fast. He ran straight around Dylan Edwards that first try. Um, it was just insane. It was the, a huge moment for Ezra Mam uh, in that 10 minute period where he was just fucking destroying uh, this Penrith, that Penrith outfit, he got two tries in two minutes to the 52nd minute, the 54th minute. Um, yeah, it was a big moment there during that period. But as I said, once the 60th minute hit, it was all Nathan Cleary. He put this team on his back. He set up a try for Moses Leota. He set up a try for Stephen Crichton. And then he sets up one for himself as well to get his side back in the game. And it's probably one of the bigger comebacks we've ever fucking seen um, in a grand final as well. To come back from 24-8 to win the game 26-24 in the dying stages of the game... I mean that is unheard of, and um, a lot of people are, are still saying Nathan Cleary isn't a big game player. Well, I think you can shove that take up your ass because watching this game, it just proves how big of a big game player Nathan Cleary really is. He had some big moments during this game. He was outstanding. Isaiah Yo, I thought was great, and again, running the ball a lot more than ball playing with the footy. Uh, a lot of people are used to, um, you know, Isaiah Yo and his ball playing. Um, and this season, especially after that origin period, he's really dumbed it down. Well, not dumbed it down in the sense that he's not <laughs> a smart individual, but he's dumbed it down in the sense that rather than you know constantly ball playing and constantly being a link man through the middle, he's taking tough carries like a front rower. He's acting more like a front rower than he is a lock forward, to be honest. Um, and I, I don't mind it at all. It was a tough physical game. I think he recognized that. And he just started taking some really tough carries. Uh, Broke the line a few times himself, Isaiah AEO, And I think that 13 battle was outstanding. Him and Paddy Carrigan. Again, Like even my old man was saying when we were watching the game, you know, I'm so used to Paddy Carrigan ball playing. Why isn't Paddy Carrigan ball playing? Uh, and I was. It, it's just the game. It was just the game. It was a tough, physical middles game um, that required, you know, rather than ball playing through the middle and playing that expansive game of football, just a tough game of footy through the middle. And, um, you know, Paddy Carrigan, Isaiah Yo, recognised that and played a really tough game through the middle there. I thought Paddy Carrigan was outstanding. I thought that uh, Paint Haas was outstanding too in the middle. I thought Moses Leota had one of his better games. I've seen him have, um, you know, it was a massive game of footy. And for Penrith to come back like they did, it's probably one of the better teams that we've seen. In the modern era, they are playing such good footy at the moment. And I had serious doubts that Brisbane uh, were going to beat the Penrith Panthers here, that Penrith weren't going to play up to the standard. And right up until the 60th minute, I thought that I was right. I thought that Penrith were no chance in coming back in this game. I thought that after Ezra Mam scored those three tries in a row, three tries in 10 minutes... I honestly thought that the Brisbane were going to run away with this game. They had all the momentum. Uh, I feel like once the 20th minute hit, it wasn't just Nathan Cleary picking the side up and saying, let's go. I feel like Brisbane did drop off a little bit. I thought that they got comfortable with the win a little bit. They sort of eased off a little bit in defense, or they got really fucking buggered as well. I mean, the game was so fast-paced, and Cleary even sped up the pace as well, setting up those three tries. It just felt like the game just got faster and faster. And it almost felt like, even the forward pack, I felt like they played so well for such a consistent 40 minutes from the 20th minute of the first half to the 60th minute of the second half. I thought they played so consistent, so well, so fast, especially through the middle for 40 minutes. I just thought that they they were buggered. They were really buggered. They were playing really tough, really solid, 40 minutes straight, well, not 40 minutes straight. They obviously had the 20-minute break uh, at half time, but they were playing so well and so tough and so fast that Penrith kept up because Penrith have been playing like this for a majority of the year. This is the game that Penrith play. They play this dominant fast football, whereas Brisbane, I feel like they got very, very tired. And obviously Penrith had been here before as well. I think that helped a lot, the fact that they had been in these sort of situations before. They'd been in a game where they lost like this to the Melbourne Storm. Um, they've been in this situation before, and I feel like that the Penrith Panthers, off the back of that Nathan Cleary 40-20, off the back of setting up Moses Leota, Stephen Crichton, and then going in himself. Stephen Crichton, for me, was more individual. That was a fucking solid try, and his last game in a Panthers jersey as well. People forget um, it was a really solid game from him. He's a He's a guy I haven't even mentioned yet. Um, Stephen Crichton. He has. Been, he was sensational. Him and Katoni Stags were dominant. As Katoni Stags fucking came in the middle and defended in the middle for you know majority of their sets on their own line. He was coming out and putting huge slots on. He put one on Paddy Carrigan. Uh, he put one on I think Billy Walters as well. So, so solid. He was outstanding in Tony Staggs, but Stephen Crichton as well. For his last game in that Penrith Panthers jersey, I thought he had a blinder, an absolute blinder of a game. Uh, And so did the Penrith Panthers as a whole in that last 20 minutes. Uh, I would say that there was a stage where the Panthers were... Just getting played off the park by the Brisbane Broncos. That Ezra Mann period especially, they were just getting outplayed. Um, They scored a lot of their tries in a compact period from about the 38th minute to the 54th, the Brisbane Broncos. During that stage, they were on top. They had all the momentum. Paddy Carrigan, Payne Haas, they were humming through the middle. I thought that Tom Flegler played okay as well. Obviously, at that stage, he had to go off for the HIA. As soon as he came back on, it was like nothing ever happened. He played so, so well. Uh, the Brisbane Middles were humming. Uh, that meant that Reese Walsh was doing those short balls. He was getting involved in attack. He had Ezra Mann doing great things. Adam Reynolds, his kicking game was great, trapping the Brisbane, uh, trapping the Penrith Panthers Sorry, uh, in their own end. Adam Reynolds played okay. Um but Nathan Cleary, that last 20 minutes, it's the best performance I've ever seen from a halfback in you know in my lifetime. It was outstanding. And again, a lot of people say that he's not a big game player. Pull your head in. Watch that game again and again and again until you realize that he is a big game player. He's here for the big games. Um and he proved it. He definitely proved it in this one, in this grand final. Again, probably one of the better grand finals that I've ever fucking scene. Uh Tony Staggs for Brisbane, a shining light for sure uh, in the centers there. He was destructive. Jesse Arthurs, I, I tell you what, I was feeling so sorry for Corey Oates that he wasn't playing in this grand final for the Brisbane Broncos. He's a guy that would have loved to have been involved in this game for them. He's obviously an out-and-out Bronco. He has been with the Broncos for a while. Um, and then, you know, he wasn't picked in this grand final. He wasn't picked for the finals. And I was r- feeling really sorry for him for that. Uh, you know, he's an out and out Bronco. wasn't in this side. Jesse Arthurs was in. But Jesse Arthurs, this final series, has been phenomenal. He's been so, so good there on the wing. Uh, and in this game, he had that one run after Catoni Staggs. Catoni Stags had a forward like run breaking the line getting a shit ton of post-contact meters, gets on his front, plays the ball. Jesse Arthurs takes the next run, uh, runs so fast at the line and breaks the line and has a beautiful run. Uh, you know, just one of those moments where he was outstanding and it gave uh, this Brisbane side a lot of momentum, gave the forwards a break as well. I thought Rhys Walsh, yes, he had those two kicks that obviously went dead. But you think of it from a tactical standpoint as well. Yes, they were shit kicks in a normal game. But in this one where, you know, the Brisbane forwards were buggered by the 60th minute, you know, they were buggered by the 50th minute. They were buggered by the 40th minute, to be honest. But uh, obviously, they kept fighting on and they had a massive, massive um, go, obviously, uh, you know, in the first 20 minutes of the second half. But even though they were shit kicks, kicking those balls out, you know, dead even past the goal line. Yes, it would have been better if it went from the sideline, but it went from the goal line. That that's a that's a five or ten second break that the forwards get to reset, get into the defensive line, have a breather. It's not the worst thing in the world. Um and I feel sorry for Reese Walsh, because in those moments you could see how devastated he was. Uh every time he kicked it dead and then his team had to defend a seven tackle set. Um but he was giving his side a break and <laughs> People are going to say that he went missing. People are going to say that he had a shocker. People are going to say that he wasn't built for a grand final. There's going to be a lot of criticism going the way of Reese Walsh after this one. I thought he had a decent game. I actually thought he had a decent game. And I thought that he was going for the high percentage plays um, You know, and keeping his side in it. He wasn't doing anything stupid. He wasn't throwing those cutout passes because he knew that Stephen Crichton was going to eat them up every day of the week. He was playing a smarter game of football, a smarter brand of football. Um, and yes, it's not all we are used to seeing from Reese Walsh, but he played a decent game. Him, Ezra Mam, outstanding. Ezra Mam. If the Brisbane Broncos won that game, he is one hundred percent the Clive Churchill for me. He was fantastic. Adam Reynolds played well. Um, you know, I thought that Paddy Carrigan, Payne Haas, Tom Flegler through the middle were outstanding. Paddy Carrigan, another shout for the Clive. If the Brisbane Broncos win that game, because he was great uh, in some big moments in that game defensively. Uh, As for the Penrith Panthers, I thought Yoey was great. I thought Leota was great. Stephen Crichton for his last game as a Penrith Panther. I thought that he was outstanding. Uh, it's the first Pete since Peter Sterling and the Parramatta Reels, which is a long fucking time ago. So for them to do that, Penrith, that is an outstanding achievement. They deserve all the accolades they get. Uh, Nathan Cleary getting the Clive as well. Again, that last 20 minutes, best performance from a halfback I have ever Seen in my lifetime. Um, You know, and that's not hard. Me being an 05 baby, haven't been alive for too long yet, but. Definitely one of the better performances that I've seen in my lifetime from any player, uh, let alone a half, Nathan Cleary. Outstanding. One of the best games I've ever watched as well in my lifetime. Um, And one of the better grand finals, I think, of all time uh, that we've ever seen, to be honest. 26-24, the final scoreline. I was saying as well in the comment section of a post, uh, obviously talking about this grand final, how it was one of the greatest, how Penrith, you know, are going to be one of the greatest teams of the modern era, that they are one of the... Greatest teams of the modern era as well. I would not be surprised if we get a rerun of this grand final. Yes, both of these sides having key losses. Obviously, the Penrith Panthers losing uh, Stephen Crichton to the Bulldogs uh, and Spencer Lanier to the Roosters. And obviously, the Broncos losing Tommy Flegler to the Dolphins and Herbie Farnworth also to the Dolphins as well. Uh, Both sides with key losses. But I think that these sides are going to be here again next year. I think they're going to be dominant. If we're talking about this year's form, if they replicate that going into next year, I really do think that they are going to be here again going into next year. If they're still as dominant as they were this season, next year they're going to be there again for me, Um, 26-24. Both teams scored the same amount of tries. It was a penalty goal that decided it. uh, And that was obviously in the 30th minute of the game. Um, It was an outstanding game of football. Again, one of the better ones that I've watched as well. First three p since Peter Sterling, we all know how great that is. Uh, going through some of the stats in this game as well. I mean, Paint Haas, we were talking about how good he was: six runs, seventy meters, twenty-two tackles in the third in the first thirty-six minutes of the game. Uh, James Fisher-Harris, eleven runs, ninety-five meters, broke six tackles in his opening thirty-three minutes stint. Finished the game with one hundred and fifty-three meters and eight tackle busts. Uh, the Panthers completed eighteen from nineteen sets in the opening half. Uh, Thirty from 21 by the Broncos, and the Broncos were on top, uh, you know, at halftime as well. I mean, Jesus, it was a crazy, crazy game of football for the Panthers to be completing at such a high rate, and for the game to be as even as it was at halftime, um, that is some crazy stuff. Uh, Dylan Edwards was immense, 296 run meters, six tackle busts, he was outstanding at fullback. another guy we didn't mention as well, Dylan Edwards. Uh, Tony Staggs, he played his 100th game. So did Stephen Crichton. And Stephen Crichton has scored a try in four consecutive grand finals as well. So a big stat there for him. Uh, Nathan Cleary, that 40 20 in the 65th minute. A big moment of the game. Uh, Herbie Farnworth for the Brisbane Broncos as well. Another guy we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, 179 meters, eight tackle bus. There were some huge individual performances here. Uh, the Panthers have won their past nine finals matches as well. So a great streak to be on. Uh, for such a great team, one of the better teams we've seen in the modern era. Uh, Mitch Kenny, his first, uh, his second try of his eighty-three game career as well. That try, uh, you know, if someone had a him as a first try scorer, you'd be getting a lot of bang for your buck. If you had picked all those try scorers, honestly, if you had picked Tommy Flegler to go over, if you had picked Mitch Kenny to score the first try of the game, you'd picked Moses Leota. I mean, you were getting a lot of bang for your buck. Ezra, man, to score two or more, three or more, um, fuck! I mean, if you had picked all of these try scorers, you'd be a millionaire. Honestly, it's absolutely sensational game of footy, and so far left of what we expected as well. Twenty six, twenty four. What a game of football! Best grand final we've ever seen, uh, and I cannot wait for next year as well. Can't believe it's the off season. This year has gone so fast, uh, and I can't wait for twenty twenty four.